Welcome to Between X and Z, a dad and his daughter's podcast. I'm Roger, I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. And I'm Tori. I'm the daughter, and I'm representing Generation Z. Over here at Between X and Z Podcast, we're a one-take, no-edits podcast discussing all range of topics from religion to what's trending on Twitter. Those conversations you wish you could have with your dad, Roger and I will have them for you, and we're putting them on the internet. Settle back and grab a snack and enjoy this episode of Between X and Z. Yo, yo, yo. What yo, is yo, 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 yo. No, Dad, you don't say yo, yo. Only I, I don't say yo, yo. yo. No, Why don't I, I do. say yo, Dad, yo? I want to say yo, yo. <laughs> I want to say yo, yo, too. No. I, I'm stealing your intro. You are. Oh, man. Yo, yo, yo. What yo, is yo, good? yo. Stop what's it? good? <laughs> this is the Gen X version of that. <laughs> what's flying the sky, baby? Oh, that's so it's wonderful what is up lovely humans on the internet episode nine we're just rolling over here we're just rolling episode nine and we're feeling fine oh that was actually kind of good dad i'm not gonna even mock that (laughs) welcome back everyone to another episode of between x and z podcast a one take no edits podcast between generation z me the daughter tori and my father the gen x representative roger yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we doing today, Roger? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's yeah? a, we're, we're just kicking these episodes out we're left and right. We're we in are. a good flow, man. Well, we've got a great episode topic for you today. Oh. One that has us giggling <clears throat> okay. already. Okay, listen. I'm going to get just disclaimer at the front. Oh, my gosh. Are if you're religious, if you, you're offended, if, if religion offends you, you might, you might want to skip this you episode. You might not like this episode. This is going to be a fun one, though. Yes. If 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 me poking fun at religion makes you angry, you, you might want to actually s- probably you listen. might want to skip this episode. No, you actually might want to listen because that <laughs> might be something that we like to call conviction from the Holy Spirit. Oh. So you let him lead so, you as you will. <laughs> so so I'm just gonna tell you up front a little bit of my questioning of some things no, today. No, no, no. I haven't even done tea time. I know. A little bit of my questioning, a little bit of my umph for today. Okay, give it to me. It's just a tad bit tongue in cheek. It is. But it all but behind every funny line is a little bit of truth too. So just remember okay, that. Okay, I'm ready to get roasted. No, you won't. But man, oh, summer it's blazing hot. It we literally okay, so near where we oh. live we had a heat wave hit and the power shut out. And so like, I almost said the main interstate that we live off of the interstate that we live near had so many accidents. Like, I don't know if I told you about that on my drive home. Oh yeah. But I, I'm everywhere. Yeah. It's so bad. The lights are shut off and okay, y'all, people. we don't handle the heat where we live in the country. We don't get the yes. heat. And so it's horrible. And so we're going to add a new segment to this podcast called raging with Roger. <gasps> Oh my gosh, that's so good! Because I have something that drives me crazy, makes me want to rage. Yeah, that's actually so phenomenal. That was a really so. Good can opinion. I go first yeah, before go you Roger. get into tea time with Tori? Yeah, that's so good. Okay, see, we're just we're making podcast gold every week here. I'm writing that down so we don't forget it. So listen, here's what's got me just hot. Why don't people know how to drive when the <laughs> when the lights are out? Okay, can I tell you about this? When when the lights are out and you pull and you you that doesn't mean you just have free reign to just fly through the stoplight. Dad, these situations as a as a newer driver, I've been driving for about five years. 
dad, those situations give me so much anxiety. No one, they don't teach that listen, in school. Listen, they teach you no, they don't. in driver's ed. Dad, no, they do not. The second lesson. Dad, no, they do not. In driver's dad, you ed. You went to driver's ed in listen, the 80s. Listen to me. Just listen to your father for a minute. The second <laughs> lesson in driver's ed is if the lights go out, you treat the intersection like a, a four-way stop. Okay, Dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I've only ever been at, like, one four-way stop at, like, once in my life. So I don't really have a lot of practice with those. You pull up. You look to your left. If the person to your left arrived first, they go. Wait, it's your left? It's your left. I thought it was just whoever was there no. first got to well, go yeah, first. Yeah, and so you just kind of watch. You let the other cars pull out, and then you pull out. Do you want to know what I do? Oh, God. No, but go ahead. <laughs> I slowly start inching out so they have to let me go. But it's subtle. It's not a It's not a big pullout. But, Dad, I just get so nervous at those situations. Oh, that I'm my like, God. Well, of course you do. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to go slowly. Okay, I'm going. Yeah. So my rage, Roger's rage of the week. Raging with Roger. Raging with Roger this week is people who don't have a clue how to drive <laughs> when the power most, goes that out. That was the most Gen X thing. I'm sorry. Okay. Are you ready for my tea time with Tori? My tea yeah. time with Tori is actually very uplifting. Okay. Let's change week. gears and get into our tea time with Tori. I want to talk about the Nespresso machine I just I just acquired. Oh, my gosh. Dad's this is his... the most Gen Z tea time <laughs> you have ever done. Listen. First of all, it's called a Nespresso. Yeah, Dad, I don't know why. I probably should have looked it up beforehand. I So I'm getting married if you're new. Hello. I know. You're probably thinking. They all know you're getting married I if know. they've listened to any episode here. <laughs> I love talking about my wedding simply because I love, I'm so excited I'm getting married. So I'm going to talk about it. Anyways, so when you get married, you make a registry. I think we should podcast from the wedding venue the day of. I think that's actually, that would be really funny. When we, you're all dressed up, we could go, after I have my first look and I cry. You will cry. I'm not crying. You literally I'm are I'm not cry. going to cry. So, okay. just, you so need, right now? You no. Need to, no, you need to prepare <laughs> yourself. <laughs> right now, we have decided that we're doing a wedding recap and we'll let the viewers know if you cried. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, anyway, we're so off, we're so off the rails <laughs> already. We we, we invented a new a new topic on the spot called Raging with Roger. <laughs> this is good. Okay, so my tea time with Tori, my Nespresso machine. So when you get married, you make a registry, and so naturally, I love coffee. It's one of my dreams to actually open up a coffee shop. I love the experience of coffee. I love coffee. It's been done before. If you say my coffee shop has been done before, <laughs> we're literally going to have words afterwards. Okay. Follow your dreams, sweetie. Dad, I literally am so offended right now, but I'm choosing not to be. Okay. Anyways. 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 I, are you going to let me run it? Maybe. You actually do make really good food. So maybe well, then I that might be a good thing. Yeah, I've actually always wanted to own a coffee shop. But anyways. And, and we so, can serve barbecue at the coffee shop. Dad, that's, oh my gosh, no. That is not the vibe we're going we for. We could call it Q and Brew. That's actually kind of good, though. <laughs> Whoa. I felt some juice on that. Brew and Q. Brew and Q. Q and Brew sounds better. Anyways. Q and Brew. Anyway. And so I've always wanted a really nice coffee machine because I've worked yeah. with, like, I've oh, worked, yeah. I worked at several coffee shops, like, over the One years. One of them very well known nationally across the, across the, across I worked the at United Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. And so I was talking with my boss. Right. And he was telling me, he was like, Tori. <laughs> 
if you're gonna get a coffee machine, you have to get an espresso with the Arachino machine. Oh, of course. Yeah, and I trust. Why this would you ma- have I, anything I trust else? Anything this man says, I trust. The Arachino is what puts it over the top. Actually, Dad, I'm not gonna lie. That is what made me. That is what that is what <laughs> sold me on it. And so, because you can make, you can froth your milk. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, and so the I was Arachino like, okay. is all because you gotta have hot steamed milk. Yeah, Dad. There's actually nothing grosser than froth milk that's oh. not heated up. Anyways. And so I put it on the registry and a very, very kind relative bought it. And I was so surprised. And okay, I'm so excited because it arrived, but nobody will let me open it because we're, I'm like my, it, my fiance is moving into the apartment soon that we're going to live in. And they're like, why are you, why are you going to get out of the box before you move? And so I, it's just, I had to stare at it every day, guys. I walked downstairs into the kitchen and it just looks at me. It looks at me and I can't use it. And it's so sad. Okay, I'm done now. So it's not really your tea time with Tori. It's your coffee time with Tori. No. Oh, that's good, Dad. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited to host people with my Nespresso machine and create a good beverage experience. Are you going to make me an Americano? Yeah, I can make Americanos on it. That's awesome. See? Love it. Love it. We okay. are coffee snobs. We are. <laughs> we, Dad and I both love coffee. Dad's actually the one who got me into coffee, so it's yeah, really his fault. it's my fault. All right. So, Dad's got a great topic for you. Dad's got... We got a great episode for you. So, why don't you... Why don't you start us off, Papa? Okay. So, so probably by the time this podcast airs, you are either ready to go to California or you are in California. That's so true. That is so and terrifying. So Let's check how many days my, I've left. My... My... my it won't matter, Tori. We're doing the we're releasing the podcast later. Oh, that's actually true. Never yeah, mind. so you don't need to tell them how many days you have left. Sorry, guys, I forgot. <laughs> I just sometimes think that everyone's listening to us as we live record. No, that would be fun though. That's- we got to do a live show and have a chat room. Oh, that would be so good, Dad. When we get enough subscribers, we'll yeah, do it. We anyway, a- we're getting sorry, off the rails sorry. here. So, so, so my and this might become the title of the show. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> I thought about calling episode nine, Why Do Tori and Roger Serve Different Gods? <laughs> but that's, but so that's, that's not true. That is a little, that's what we call clickbait dad in the internet world. Yeah. But I think a good title for this episode would be, Why Do You Need to Go to California and Ride a Circuit? <laughs> what in the world is going on? What is this circuit stuff out in California? What are these... <laughs> Are Hippies you... out in California doing now. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't attack my Californians. <laughs> okay, are you ready? I actually love Californians, I but I, I am going to poke fun of this. No, I will too. I love them, but I will too. See, are you I, ready? See, this, th- no, I'm not ready. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> this leads into an even bigger question yeah. about what is going on with your generation of Christians. Oh, oh I mean, whoa. we have our Mavericks out in, uh, Maverick Mavericks City? that taking over cities. No. And, oh my God. You know, we've got circuit riders. <laughs> And we've this got so ele- we, we've got elevations yeah, to go going, check out. We're going to the. F- to- I almost made a joke. I should not. That's so, <laughs> the episode where they cross the line. No, but seriously, it's like, you know, what what what's going circuit on? Circuit riders. What is this circuit riding Can all about? Can I explain about? to you? Yes, okay. I, I, you have my somewhat undivided attention. As much as I can get with you. Yes. So. The circuit riders are a ministry out of YWAM. Which okay, wait, is- stop. Time. Time out. Oh my God. Do you know the origin of the term circuit yes, rider? Yes, that's what I was getting ready to explain. Okay, now I'm feeling much better about this conversation yeah, already. Yeah, I do know the origin. Go. Okay. 
So the Circuit Riders are a ministry based out of Huntington Beach, California, that come from the parent ministry of YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, which is started by Darlene and Lauren. Darlene, I think Darlene and Lauren Cunningham, if okay. I'm if I'm remembering uh, correctly, yeah, they yeah. they founded YWAM. And so they're called the Circuit Riders. And so I'm going to give you the very abridged version. I'm going to send out a podcast link and I'll, we'll leave it in the show notes of the full, it's like an hour and a half. The founders of the ministry sit down oh, and talk that'd about. that'd be cool. Yeah. Like it's actually really, really cool. And talk about like the whole big story, but I'm going to give you the short and condensed version. Okay. So. Because I have questions. I know you do. So the Circuit Riders were a ministry back way, 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 way back in the day that was started by John Wesley. And John Wesley, what he would do is he Who would, was the founder of what? Of the Wesleyan movement. And Methodism. And Methodism, yes. And the Methodist Church. And the Methodist Church. And there's a reason why they called it Methodism. Is because there was a method. There was a method to what he did. What and he so did. what John Wesley would do yes. is he got together um, a group of people and they got on their horses and they would, what they would do is they would call them circuits and they would ride circus. And so at the time, okay, thank you for so much for the sound effects, dad. So at the time, a lot of, like a lot of farmhouses and things like that, yes. a lot of those farming towns, they didn't have access to church, the gospel or anything like that. And so what John Wesley decided he was going to do was he got a group of people together and he would, they would literally ride these circuits and yes. they would... They would go and preach the gospel. Sure. They would do like all these different types of ministries. So this explodes in Europe. And this is really where we see a lot of like a lot of um, Christianity exploding in Europe is actually through John Wesley and, and the circuit riders. Okay. And so all of this is happening. Like on, the circuit riders were intense. They often died young because of just their, their extreme dedication to their cause. They would ride through storm night and day anything they would do anything to see the gospel reach new cities and new people so so they would uh so then he he had a ministry school or whatever and i'm gonna butcher the man's name and i feel really bad for it which is why we're gonna leave the podcast in the show That's notes. okay but there was a guy who was sitting in the back of of john of john wesley preaching in england and he was talking about this unreached land of people and how and how christianity and that they didn't have the gospel over there and there was there was this unreached land and he was looking for people to go and he said and he goes and the land is called america and right. so the man's hand shot up in the back <clears throat> of the room and he said i'll go and so the leaders met and they said well he really isn't one of our best preachers he isn't really one of our brightest. We'll send him to America. We don't need him over here in Europe. And so they sent this guy. He sold everything he had, and he bought a one-way ticket to America. And he comes over, and he begins the circuit rider ministry. And that is truly where we see a lot of a lot of the, oh, yeah. the Great Awakening. And a lot of that stuff is actually sure. a lot of Methodism. A lot of, like, all that different stuff has actually been born out of the circuit riders. Yeah. And this man in the circuit writer john wesley style the circuit writer ministry is actually how a lot of america influenced a lot of the founding fathers and all of that was that methodism because they had a method they would go around and they would do anything for the sake of the gospel so flash forward into 2010 right and so there's a group of people um named brian brent christy brent who are who were who are still the parent kind of leaders of the circuit writers Andy Bird was another one, and Amy Ward. And so those are all people who are living in Kona, Hawaii, uh, out of YWAM on the YWAM base. Sure. And so 
they're all kind of meeting and doing their thing and they've got different like different leaders and different voices and they're in a prayer meeting and one of their one of their prophets their head kind of prophet uh amy ward who was phenomenal i think she's actually speaking at cr school and i'm very excited if she is i love amy ward amy ward and like i said if this is an episode where religion is gonna or weird stuff's gonna offend you this is not the episode for you but so she goes back to her house where she's living in hawaii and she gets in her bed she's about to go to sleep and an angel like an angel appears in her room and i'm not just talking like ooh, i i'm feeling like a little how tall was the angel no she said he was like eight to nine feet tall and he was dressed and he was dressed like paul revere and okay. she was like, I am about to die. Why is there an angel dressed like Paul Revere in my house? And he looked at her. Why does nobody ever have, question number one, why does nobody ever see short angels? Because those things are freaking wild. So angelic beings by nature are tall. Are just massive, apparently. That's I've, that's what everyone says. They're okay. just massive. So he's like eight to right. nine feet tall. Let's go ahead. And so he's dressed in Paul Revere outfit. And he said, Amy, and he goes, oh my gosh, there is a massive spider in our recording booth. Hold on, please hold. This is podcast oh sold right gosh, here. Dad. Oh, I think I got it. Okay, sorry guys. That was literally. I may have to edit this one. That was so bad. <laughs> anyway, so this massive angel appears in her room, dressed in Paul Revere in a Paul Revere outfit, and he looks at Amy and he says, "He goes, you need to tell them that God is raising up His circuit riders again." And so she's like, "Okay, that's weird. I think yeah. I'm going to die." So she goes back to this group, and they're like. God's raising up his circuit riders again. Wow. And so they were like, what does that mean? And so they started researching and they realized they were like, okay, like, all right. Like, so, so we need to do something with this. And maybe we do a ministry training school. And so YWAM often, they do something that's called DTS, which is discipleship training school. So when you go through the YWAM program, you have to do a DTS track. Sure. And oftentimes at the end of that, you have to go do a missions, like a missions thing. Cause they're youth with a mission. They're, they're focused on reaching the world. Right. And mm-hmm. as they as they were getting ready to do this, they were like, well, why don't we go? Why don't we? Uh, they were supposed to go somewhere international, like the right. year that this was launching. But they were like, well, why don't we? Why don't we just do it in California? And so right before they went, the leaders of YWAM had a vision of the next generation youth washing up on the shores of America. And they said that they would be fiery eyed revivalists um, with fire in their eyes. That, that was crisscrossing the nation uh, with the good news of the gospel. And so all of these things that you're sharing, yeah. which are really cool, that's you feel drawn to those kinds of things. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of explaining like kind of the background of the ministry. So they go. And so the long story short, they go. And they show up in Huntington Beach, California, almost 12 years ago, and they haven't left. And so this has started the Circuit Rider Ministry. And so really what the Circuit Riders today do is um, they have a their motto is that they're going to save the lost, revive the saved, and train them all. That okay. is their, That is what they do. And so that takes a lot of different forms. They have a lot of different, like, ministries out of that. One of them is Carry the Love. That's a ministry that's focused on going and doing tours around universities and reaching campuses. Another one, which is Brave Love Women, which is raising up Deborah, a company of Deborah-like women and and this uh, that women of solution. Sure. Um, They have a beautiful ministry that was actually birthed out of in 2020 out of the response out of the George Floyd Floyd riots called Black Voices, and that's all about empowering the Black Voice and missions because that's a really underreached community. And then the final one is uh, Greenhouse, which is their kind of house of prayer like in, in worship. So. Sounds like these people are revival re- revivalists. It's total right? revival culture. It's yes. a revival culture, and you're drawn to that, 
And so they have a summer school or something yeah, that you're so going program, out for? Yeah, so the program, the training that I'm going to is a 10-day training in Huntington Beach, California called CR School, which is Circuit Rider School. And they've done a lot of different like versions of it over the year. They used to do something called 21 Projects, which was a three-week training. But they really felt like the Lord was calling them back to their original roots, which is what... So CR School is what they used to originally do, and then it's morphed into other things. And they okay. felt like the Lord was calling them back. And so what it is, it's going to be a 10-day training um, in Huntington Beach, California, kind of really focusing on a lot of what they do, which is like save the lost, arrive the saved, and train them all. So when okay. I, when uh, me and actually one of my best friends is going, it's it's our big faith act together. Um, but you had to pick a, like a tract that you were gonna like kind of study in, and right. so she chose Brave Love, and then I chose Greenhouse. So what I'm gonna be kind of focusing and training in is how do you how to build houses of prayer and worship. How do you steward that? What does it look like to minister to the presence of the Lord? How do you lead cultures of that? And then additionally with that, you have to pick kind of like a subtract of like, are you interested in tech and design? Are you interested in music? Are you interested in preaching? And so you also have to pick one of those. And you're doing the preaching track? Dad, I have a podcast. Yes, I'm doing the preaching track. I like to <laughs> That's talk. That's my girl right I there. I like to talk. Well, you know, I poke fun at it, but I'm, I'm really excited that you're actually pursuing this, you know, this kind of culture in your time off over the summer. You I know? know this is my this is my vacation this summer. So I chose to go to a training. And so, do you see do you see coming out of that maybe birthing something here in 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 our area here in Ohio or yeah? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that definitely. So a lot of what they do, the circuit rider culture is very evangelistic. And that, I think everyone has a Matthew 28 call in their life, which is the good news and the great commandment. Okay. And I think everyone, I think everyone is called to that. Sure. I think the circuit riders are very much that first part of that great commandment of save the lost. They're very evangelistic. And that is not really my natural leaning. And so that's why I just think it's even Me more. Either. I, no, it's not. <laughs> it's and I think not. that it's totally okay. It's so much grace for that. Um, I have one of my friends actually that's associated with the circuit rider ministry and this is kind of the background he comes out of. He's a total evangelist and and I we brought him actually in earlier this year to be with the young adults group that we pastor and he just brought a fresh perspective on it because he said not he said there's such a difference between being an evangelist and evangelism. Right. And he said the job of an evangelist is to equip the church to evangelize okay. and to equip the church to lead a missional lifestyle. Nice. And so, yeah, so I'm definitely like not, I am not an evangelist, but I do feel called to, to some extent of, I feel like there's a real, I feel like we're just at such a critical time right now in history where after the last two years of COVID and wars breaking out across our country, like across nations and all of this, that people are finally just coming to a conclusion of there has to be more. Right. And I think that I just, I feel such a draw, um, we talk a lot about and um my dad and i do kind of off camera and off mic of in kind of the the stream of christianity we come out of there's a real there's kind of two different sects of of kind of culture and there's revival culture and then there's encounter culture right and i think you've expressed a lot that you feel really called to encounter culture and i feel extremely called to revival culture kind of that that first love experience all of that kind of igniting that that more maybe that more global perspective, that more nation perspective of that versus maybe what, what would be in counterculture, but they're both so, so important. Right. That's so overwhelmingly awesome. And I'm very excited for you. So I do need to confirm some things with you though. So to be a part of this, why are you laughing already? <laughs> I don't know. So you don't need to buy a horse. You do. 
So that's good news because do I don't, I don't a have horse. a place to put a horse. That's good. And you're not going to go riding around. No, unfortunately But you're not. going to carry the spirit of what the original circuit riders were all about. Yeah, so the entire, yeah, the entire message of it is that we would do anything for the sake of the gospel. Okay. And that all means... Right. A Midwestern girl roasting in the hottest month in California. <laughs> Y'all, you don't understand. I love California. I adore California so much. But being in California in the summer is my <clears throat> own personal version of God. This is my this is my alabaster jar to you. I don't do the heat. That's funny. Yes. Well, that's great, Tori. And so we'll put a link in the show notes about how you can get connected to the circuit riders. Yes, they're awesome. And their ministry and what's going on. And so I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Is that us ending? Yes. Oh, so sorry. any final thoughts as any we as we thoughts? kind of wrap this thing up? I will have to do some editing because we had a spider show up <laughs> in the booth and freak Tori out. I think we need to leave it in. It's part of that unfiltered. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts? I think that, hmm, I don't even know. Hmm. Hey, if you want to, uh, if you want to donate to my uh, trip, that's awesome. Because it was. Co- I'm being serious though. Every single person that's a part of the Circuit Rider Ministry is a part of a part of YWAM. Is completely self-funded. They all live. Yeah. Mission- it's all missionary based. So it's all donation based. So obviously, this feels really odd. But if you do feel led, um, we'll leave ways that you can contact us if you maybe want to invest in that journey. Because it's so much. It's so much more than just a 10-day training. It's actually so focused on reaching reaching america i joke i talk about with my friends all the time i was like i feel so called to be a missionary to america i that's said awesome. god has such a heart for america that's great so if you feel led obviously i, I will not turn down financial support because i am <laughs> self-funding a very it's an expensive trip i mean california is expensive yeah. and the training wasn't expensive but i mean there's a cost there's a cost yeah. that we living have to 10 pay. days in california living is 10 expensive. days oh my lord gas prices y'all Mm-mm-mm. but there there's a cost of following jesus and one that i will willingly pay but if you want to you want to you know chip in i'm also not going to hate on that <laughs> all right that's gonna all right that's gonna wrap it up for this week of between x and z we'll see you next time bye if you're listening to this that means that you survived another episode of between x and yes, z podcast we are made so it. proud of you we are proud of you very proud go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at between x and z pod and for business inquiries you can email us at between x and z pod at gmail.com awesome i love all that between x and z what is between x and z it's the wise of life dad we'll see you next week Thank you.